Okay, you guys, we are heading into the holidays. <laughs> like you needed a reminder from me because it's everywhere. But today's episode, um, I decided that I'm going to do my own version of a holiday guide to your dysfunctional family. Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. So there's a lot of conversation surrounding the holidays. Um, So maybe I would even ask you to take a second and think about what comes up for you when I say the holidays. What memories, what associations... What fears, what plans, what joys, what traditions, what comes up for you? And I'm like, yeah, the holidays. <laughs> it's a bit of a loaded question, but here's why. When I am in the community, just around Target, p- the pickup line at school, <laughs> wherever, I usually hear this. People say like, oh, the holidays are happening. Like, what are you guys doing? And almost without fail, there is some form of like, Ugh, here are the things I have to do. A little bit of griping, the like chronic reminder of family members that are frustrating for us, the holiday dinners that are full of dread, the one family member who drinks too much and finally gets honest. Um, just like a lot of like characters come to mind. So I rarely hear things like, you know what? I'm just really looking forward to just really doing what serves our family best and just kind of leaving the rest. Because, like, do we even think that that's an option? Like, does anybody think, like, during the holidays that we could maybe do it differently? So that's what this episode is going to be going into. Are a couple just, like, fiery observations. And hopefully that will shake you enough to consider what do you want to do this holiday season? What do you want to do this holiday season. So here's where we're going to start. Number one, consider what is actually meaningful to you. Then do that. Okay, if the holidays are about family and connection and meaning and tradition and, and coming together, then would you consider what part of all of those things are actually meaningful to you? And then could you commit to doing that? Not everything could fall on that list. It is okay to say no, even during the holidays. Two, traditions do not get to override your boundaries. I'm going to say that again. Traditions do not get to override your boundaries. If you have family members that are going to push and push and push, or guilt and guilt and guilt, It is essential for you to remember that it is still necessary for you to have your boundaries. And if they want to play the tradition card, it is okay to play your boundary card. Not this year. 
No, thank you. We just can't make it all happen. Um, Thank you so much for thinking of us. We just aren't going to be able to do that this year. Um, No. (laughs) No is a complete sentence. Number three, guilt is not a good reason to go. The amount of times that guilt is brought up during the season makes me sick. Because, and you might not expect this part, that guilt feels like a powerless statement of, oh, I guess I'm just a victim to my family and the traditions that are happening. I guess I just got to go out of guilt. I feel so guilty if I don't go. So my, my challenge to you in that is find a better reason. Like, but just don't go because of guilt. Okay, you might still go, right? But I want you to go because you are a healthy adult in power who, choose, who chooses to go, not out of guilt, but maybe because it's the right thing to do or because you want to or because you're free or because you can. But when we go out of guilt, we do not go in authenticity and that is palpable. If you choose to go, go as an adult, not out of guilt, Keep searching until you find a reason that is better than guilt to go. Even if it's like, I just don't want to have that conversation this year. Therefore, I'm just going. But at least you're like acknowledging it out of strength rather than, oh, I just feel so guilty. That is such weakness. And my challenge to you is to find what is strong for you, even if that's a strong yes or a strong no. Whatever it is, find a better reason than guilt. Number four, if you go... Go as you, not who people expect you to be, not who they have known you to be, not as some like cheap ass version of yourself, not as you in scarcity. I need you to go as you. If you decide to participate in all of the holiday things, go as you, as the best version of you. So this is like when someone puts on a song And that song is like the script or the way that they expect you to dance and they want to set the mood. That doesn't mean you have to dance. So I need you to think about that in context to your family narrative. And if they set you up or put that song on and expect you to move in that certain way, babe, you don't have to dance. Just because that music is on doesn't mean that you have to get up and be this marionette. The point is to remain true to who you are. You are good enough to show up to the holiday functions as you. So please don't fold this year. This is going to go into the next question, which is, if you do go and you go as you, what do you need in order to show up well? What amount of pre-gaming do you need to do? And I do not just mean alcohol, but do you need some time alone before you show up? Do you need to talk to a therapist before you go see your family for the holidays? Do you need to talk to your partner and say, hey, here's my code word. And when I use it, that means it's time to go. Do you need to make sure that you have preset the time of when you're leaving? So that way you're not anxious about it all day. What do you need in order to show up well? Do you need to get super clear about who's going to be there? Do you need to give yourself like bathroom breaks where you can go and collect yourself? Like what do you need to go well? 
See, the whole point of this, you guys, is that we need a better narrative about the holidays and traditions and family. So that way our children don't just hear adults griping about dysfunctional family members. So if we go as ourselves and go well, then the story will be, I'm a healthy adult who knows how to take care of herself. And so I go ahead and take care of what I need so that I can go to dinner well, and then it's good. What a narrative shift that would be. That if we go, we don't go out of guilt. We go in our power as who we are, and we're able to give ourselves what we need ahead of time so that we can go authentically as who we are well. That's the family traditions that I want to be a part of. Number five, you have all year to work on your family, Chicago. The holidays just remind you of what bothers you the most. Okay, so this is like, this is, this is classic, right? All year long, we put on these polite blinders, and maybe those happen because of distance or space, right? Or we don't have to do anything. And then all of a sudden, the holidays come up. And people are like mystified that that family member is still bothering them. You guys, your family is who your family is all year long. The holidays are just really bringing that to the surface for you. So my encouragement to you is do not choose the holidays to enter into a family feud. Get through them. Notice what bothers you. Do some work on that this year so that next holiday that's all cleared up. Okay? Number six is related to number five, which is your family is this dysfunctional all year long. The holidays just bring it out with flair. (laughs) It just turns up the volume on all those behaviors, turns up the volumes on all those patterns, turns up the volume on all the like dysfunctional, like manipulating, just like weakness. Okay. It just turns it up. But they are this dysfunctional all year long. I'm sorry to tell you that. So look at it clearly. This is not a mystery. Choose what you want to do in relationship to that. Do you need to redefine some of those relationships? See this as invitation. When you're frustrated or bothered or annoyed or put out or whatever, or offended or all of those things, see it as invitation to pay attention to what bothers you and then take care of that throughout the year. Why does that bother you? What is that an old wound? Is that like a historical thing and just they just push on it? Is that a new thing? Is that a, is that a new wound that's coming up and you like didn't even know that that could also bother you? Pay attention to what hurts. Pay attention and then work on it at a time that's not the holidays. The holidays just bring up the stuff. So use this at time to notice it and then deal with it another time which is, was number seven, apparently, which was notice what bothers you the most. Consider doing some work on it between now and next holiday season. Number eight, make your own holiday magic. So it's never too late to begin a new tradition. We did not grow up with holiday traditions or things that like were like, oh, we do this every, you know, every year or every whatever. And tradition feels good. There's a sense of expectation and safety, you know, of like, oh, that thing, this is about to happen. And if you want to do that, just because you haven't done it since your kid was six months old doesn't mean you can't do it now. What would be holiday magic to you? Create the tradition now. 
Who cares if you're 40, 50, 60, 70 years old? Freaking just choose what it is you want to do and make the magic happen. You guys, we make up so many weird rules about this kind of stuff. Like, oh, that's what that family does. Or, well, since I haven't been putting my kid's hand in clay since they were one, I guess I can't start it now. Do it. What is magical to you? What do you want the story of your holidays to sound like? Create it now. Next, I've lost track of the numbers. (laughs) Remember who you are and don't take your foot off the bag. Okay, so we've talked about this before, but growing up, I played softball. I was ungainly tall for my age and my, so I played first base and my coach would say, Elise, whatever you do, don't take your foot off the bag. What I now remind myself in that metaphor is I never leave my mark. When I remember who I am, I'm not going to go run and chase those balls that don't belong to me. I'm going to keep my foot on the bag on the truth of who I am, and I'm not going to overextend or leap or dive for the things that do not belong to me. I'm going to put that towards you as well. I need this would, this would be something you could do practically. Pick three words that ground you. Pick three words that remind you of the truth of who you are. Keep your foot on the bag the entire time. Even if that means you have those three words written on your hand or you have them in a piece of paper you keep in your pocket and you go to the bathroom and you repeat them into the mirror like a mantra. Remember who you are and standing in the truth of that keeps you from getting pushed off of your mark and then feeling like you've like lost your space in the room of the dysfunctional like ancestry line, okay? So what I do is I, and this is literally what I do, is I think, Elise, remember who you are. I am confident, honest, grounded. I might choose those. And I might need those in order to engage with other people well. And so as soon as I start to feel insecure, or I start to feel like, ah, I'm not really sure what's going on in the room, then I would remind myself, Elise, remember who you are. You are confident. Okay, right. Okay, so I'm not going to chase that fly ball or chase that statement or chase that look or chase that whatever that makes me feel like I am going to go into in my insecure zone. And same thing. If I, say, if I start to feel anxious, then I would say, at least you are grounded. Okay, let me come back to grounded. Let me come back to that word that allows me to keep my foot on the bag. Honest. It's okay to be honest and remember who I am in the context of, of holiday trappings. But because I am also like confident and grounded, those things are going to balance out. I can also balance that maybe with a fourth, like kindness. Um, remembering who we are allows us to hold our space in the room and to not get moved off, which is typically when our own dysfunctional behaviors start to happen. When we are disoriented around dysfunctional behavior, we forget who we are and begin to mirror or engage the dysfunctional behavior that is around us, that is most familiar to us, and the way that the family story has always gone. So what you do by remembering who you are is you're, you're shifting the narrative to say, I'm not taking that bait. I'm not going after that ball. I'm going to stand right here. And if you want to continue to do that thing over there, no problem. But I'm choosing to be over here this year. Okay. Other tips and strategies would be maybe decide ahead of time when you're going to leave. Like maybe you're like, okay, we're leaving at 5 p.m. 
And maybe around 4.45, you check in with yourself and you're like, you know what, like things are going well. Um, let's say we're going to leave at 6 p.m. and see how that goes. So give yourself an, an ending point that might calm some anxiety and then permission to change your mind and check in and see how things are going. Um, my <laughs> a therapist I did some work with this year, um, she, I've talked about her before, but she reminded me so beautifully and casually that um, adults can't be abandoned, right? That they can just go to a car dealership, rent a car and drive, drive away. <laughs> like they would figure it out. And so I think about that as well. Like when you go to your holiday functions, you're not trapped. Uber, Lyft, freaking safe rides. I don't know. If you feel like you need to leave, leave, babe, leave, get in the car. Not if you've been drinking, let someone else drive you. But ultimately, you're not stuck. You're not stuck. It's okay to remove yourself from a situation if you don't want to be there anymore. Next number, you don't have to qualify your boundaries. Okay, so if you are if you find yourself in the over-explanation mode of like, oh, why can't you be here at this time? Oh, like, oh, what what do you mean? It's like, that's, you don't have to qualify or explain. You don't have to send a memo ahead of time. You do not have to explain, qualify, define, or defend your boundaries. You just got to have them. It is okay to do what you can do during the holidays. All right, that's like my brass tacks holiday guide to your dysfunctional family. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, Elise, <laughs> my family's not nearly as bad as the one that you're talking about. That's lovely. Can you please tell your story so that other people don't have to listen to this podcast to get tips, but they're going to hear from your goodness to know that like, hey, here's some healthy ways to engage your family. <laughs> here's some ways that here's another story or another version where holidays um, speak of like enchantment and magic and love. Um, there's a family I do have in mind right now that I'm like, oh, I bet they'd be a great resource for what healthy family dynamics actually look like. So I'm actually going to see if I can get in touch with her. Christy Matins, I'm talking about you. So Christy is an unbelievable woman who has figured out a such a strong way forward. And I watched like the fruit of what she has created in her children. And I just feel like I want to go take notes. Like I also want to sit at the kitchen table and just take take notes of how did she do this? How did she figure this out? How did she create this beautiful family? Um, but Christy and Brett, thank you for what you do and how you have shifted the narrative on what family can look like and what family can look like during the holidays. So if you have a beautiful family tradition or a healthy story about the holidays, please share it with other people. You do not make the rest of us feel bad by sharing your win. It's really good for us to know. Casey Peterson, this is also you. You, my friend who loves Christmas, <laughs> helps me love the magic of Christmas as well. And to enter into it in a way that I still like, I'm like, okay, not as much as you, but like, I'm getting there. <laughs> Lean into the stories around you of the people who are doing it differently and authentically with joy. And if your family is one of utter dysfunction and you're alone this year because you can't go, girl, I've been there too. There were many a year where I was left behind on a family vacation and I had my own Christmas and I marched myself down to that Christmas tree lot and I got the last remnant of a Charlie Brown tree and I went back and I had my own Christmas. I am not afraid 
of doing it differently because I decided to choose my own mental health. There is nothing wrong with saying who I am in the ground that I have learned to hold on to this year is not worth throwing it all away for one meal. Until you feel strong enough and ready to be able to go as you in your total power and strength and in health, maybe consider determining what you need in order to go well or if maybe you need to wait till next year. Because that's the thing that we do know about the holidays is that they're just going to keep on coming. So until we deal with some of these things, like don't pressure yourself or paint yourself into a corner out of guilt or have to or shame or loneliness. Yeah. Decide what you want this year. What do you need? Where are you going? What are your holiday plans? And consider what would feel magical to you. Okay. I do hope that you guys have a fabulous holiday, whatever that means to you and however you choose to do it. My invitation to you as always is just to spend some time considering and not just going along rotely or or without thought. We want to go as people that are conscious of the decisions that we are making and competent of the skills and resources, the tools that we have and with complete clarity about who we are and how we're going to show up to all these places. Be well. Quick update for you regarding all retreats for 2020. You guys, space is limited and retreats are going fast. Check out my website, www.elisesnipes.com backslash weekends or backslash retreats to learn more. There are going to be three retreats this year, one in North Carolina, one in Austin, Texas, and one in Bali, Indonesia for 2020. Would love to have you join me. Check out those links. You can also check out the show notes so we can stay more connected. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com. E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends. 